Welcome back to Miserable and Reckless, a podcast bringing you unfiltered opinions on sports, music, culture, and all things the South. I'm Logan sitting here just this week with Morgan and Ryan. Dustin's out this week, so it's just the three of us. Make sure you go follow us on uh, social media, on Facebook, uh, Twitter, and go on over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, give us five stars, great review, click subscribe, check us out on YouTube, um, and go to the new website, coldcansnetwork.com or miserable-reckless.com. Check out the blog and some content we have for you there. All right, moving into the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, let's start things off with the man on a mission right now, Morgan. Well, coming to you live from Tarjay, land of hell. Um, everyone's buying their beautiful gray pillows and, you know, God knows what else. Um, Are you shit-talking people in Target? While you're in Target. <laughs> um, shit, with this crap you have in this Target. What the fuck are you buying? <laughs> anyway, um, oh, oh, I'm the asshole. Okay, go. <laughs> Enjoy your 15 pillows. Um, anyway, and that's good. just for the sofa. <laughs> as far as I don't know if you're being facetious or not. This <laughs> is good, great, and awesome here, man. Good. Um, Hokies are on a six game winning streak in the land of men's basketball um some of the teams they've played it's not really hard to beat but you know i'll take it uh syracuse you're not really the same team you were a few years ago so good night you can retire and take your son with you um (laughs) great um i think we're getting closer to a new owner for washington commodores commanders football team (laughs) former redskins uh, I don't think Dan Snyder's getting out of this one. In the past, it's been, you know, oh, whatever, it's not going to happen. There's no way that he'll sell the team. But I don't think Danny Boy can get out of the uh, accusations that are being thrown against him and the lawsuits that are going to be coming. Uh, I think even Jerry Jones, it's time for you to go, buddy. And then great or awesome, I'm going to go with uh, my little girl, Bridget. Took five steps the other day unassisted. Wow. And then fell down on her. And then fell down what? And then fell down on her butt and demanded to be picked up. Oh, on a side note, she has a massive stank face that she may have inherited from her mother. She's got that going going for her. Anyway, that's my good, great, and awesome. Back All right. to Parge. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Morgan. Live from the, the Target department store. All right. Throwing it over to, to Ryan. Good, bad, and the ugly. All right. Um, <laughs> what are you in, like, the Magnolia home decor section? <laughs> no, now I'm in the scented candles. And um, uh, who's those, that, those builders down in Texas that had the uh, Joanne and... Uh, did I call that or what? Chip and yeah, Joanna. Yeah, Chip and Joanna have their own fucking section. <laughs> I knew it. Good stuff. Anyway, back to you, Ryan. <laughs> oh, that's great. I was in a Target a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, my goodness, they make a lot of crap. Anyways, <laughs> um, great TV show. But uh, uh, all right. Especially if you got nothing to do between 2 p.m. and 3 p.m. while you're waiting for another meeting to start. You want to learn about Chip <laughs> Ship lap. Ship lap. Yeah. Half the time it's not even ship lap. For those of uh of you who want to know a real secret, half the time it's just <laughs> regular old wood uh you know, flats or uh bean board, but well, never mind. We'll <laughs> we'll keep moving along. Um hashtag ship lap. Anyways, <laughs> uh, my good, bad, and the ugly. Um so we've got racing back this weekend. Uh, we're recording this, we're recording this on a Friday night, so um We've actually got the truck race on right now. They're racing around in Daytona, so it's always good to have cars, cars back on the track. Um, uh, Facebook told me two years ago today I was in Daytona with my wife. So, uh, boy, it seems like two years went pretty fast. <laughs> yep. Sure seems like the uh, – also seems like it really, really dragged on. Um, <laughs> seems like the uh, – what was I going to – oh, the um, – seems like the offseason went really fast. I know uh, Dustin's not here this week. So um, I guess I'm allowed to speak freely about NASCAR. He can't uh, shout me down. 
I like to point out to America that this week I was allowed to talk about NASCAR because there's actually something happening. So uh, for those of you that are sick of my NASCAR updates, um, you can tune back in in November um, because that's when the season is ending. Um, all right. So bad. Uh, so I, I've kind of shot away from this and I haven't said a whole lot about this, but um, we, we've had some friends uh, and I'll just keep it loose at that, that have been going through some tough times, whether it's um, due to COVID or due to just random chance medical stuff that happens in life. And <clears throat> so uh, it just seems like, you know, people are losing people all of a sudden. And, and this hasn't been, I, I, I can't speak for everyone, but this hasn't been something that's happened too often, uh, thankfully, over the past two years. But we have been going through a pandemic, and it is just a reminder to me while we're out moving around and trying to do stuff, and everyone's talking about how uh, we should all move on and do different things. I'm not trying to tell people to feel bad or to do anything different, but um, it's just a reminder to me that people are still fighting battles and they're still going through shit. So whether it's a mental health thing or it's a physical thing or it's a death or it's whatever, um, I was just reminded, and I'm not trying to play the heavy here or do whatever, but I was reminded this week that we're all kind of going through some stuff that perhaps people don't know about. And uh, three of my friends that I'll say that I've met and I know personally are personally going through some, some shit right now on all different sizes and levels. So I just feel like we should be a little bit more charitable perhaps and, and trying to understand that people may be going through some stuff and give people the benefit of the doubt. So if I can use this platform to say that as a bad, that's kind of a good, I'll say that. Now, having said that, um, I'm not giving any charity to the dirty, rotten Russian cheaters. They have ruined my week <laughs> in the Olympics. I'm sick of the Russians cheating. Uh, they're dirty, rotten Russian cheaters, and I'm giving them zero points and zero charity. So I'm not taking my own advice, as is typical for this show. And uh, back to you. That's my good, bad, and ugly. <laughs> they shouldn't even be in the Olympics. They're banned. Yeah, well, why are they even called the Russian Olympic Committee? I know. They're not, yeah, whatever. No. Anyways. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So that leaves me this week. Uh, as we said, Dustin isn't here. Um, so start with a good. Today, uh, I got back out on the golf course for the first time in probably five or six months. Um, I'm a seasonal player. I don't like playing in the winter because I'm a bitch when it comes to cold weather. And I do not like being out there. Uh, and get men shanking balls in the woods while it's cold. That's strictly reserved for warm weather. But today uh, it was nice weather. So we went out to the course, got out there. It was a lot of fun to be able to, it was probably the most exercise I've done uh, since the last time I was on the golf course. Cause during the winter I've become quite sedentary. Uh, but it was, I had a few good shots in there. I surprised myself and I haven't picked up the sticks in a while. So excited for uh, golf season coming back in. Uh, number two, uh, another good today was the official opening day for college baseball. Uh, in my mind, college basketball is done now. Like, fuck that. <laughs> college baseball season. Uh, the Wolfpack expect to have a good team again. They opened up today against Evansville. They won 24 to 6. And the most notable thing um, of those 24 runs was from the uh, highly touted freshman first baseman, Tommy White. Dude went yard three times and it was the first state player. Um, I believe the stat was first state player that did that in a, a baseball game since 2010. And he did it as a freshman in his first game. So uh, big things to be um, or uh, expected from Tommy White, and but the team this year looks good again. Basically, um, the position players is a bunch of different guys from last year. Hardly nobody returned, but the pitching staff still intact. So um, things are optimistic right now for the Wolfpack on the baseball front. All right, and then bad. Um, I'll make passing mention to uh, <laughs> the basketball team for the Wolfpack. They, they did win the other day. I think it was their 11th or 12th win of the season, which is sad at this point in the year. Um, they beat Georgia Tech, which is another awful team. But Georgia Tech is the one team that Kevin Keats hadn't beaten in his five seasons until now, which just says a lot. I Look, I think Kevin Keats is a really good dude, but I'm ready for him to be gone. Time to start over. This team's ab abysmal. Um, it's just not even it's I don't even hardly want to watch anymore. So it's time to time to. Clean, clean slate, clean house. Wolfpack basketball is abysmal. It's baseball season now. So that's my good, good and bad you know, this week. He can come back to UNCW. Oh, I would gladly. I'll drive him back to Wilmington if it takes that happening. So, yeah, I'm with you on that. I think that's a miserable and reckless campaign. We can start Kevin Keats back to Wilmington. Wilmington and Winter both start with the same sentence. Why doesn't he just put those two words on his resume and just hand it around? Because I hear <laughs> yeah. Kevin Keats is a winner. 
<laughs> At least that's what he tells you. <laughs> All right. Speaking so of, we can look winners. At I forgot to bring this up and it's a plug for our blog. I forgot to bring this up in my bad. Apparently the NC state logo was a winner on our blog. Yes, it was. I'd encourage, I'd encourage people to go look at the travesty. That was, uh, that was the blog that was posted recently. Claiming I, think it was, NC- I think it was quite a good blog. If you ask me, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a, um, a very well thought out expert piece of blogging material that is out there on the internet for everyone to read. So I encourage everyone to go read it. I think it was the biggest biased piece of shit I've ever read. Well, where, and where can you find this dumpster fire article? You can find this mastery of uh, human ability to write on coldcansnetwork.com. <laughs> but I, I would like to point out it was an article about my favorite which which logos I th- thought were uh, the best. That is by definition biased. Like, come on, it's not like any any analytical aspect. Like this logo is proportional here. No, no, it's what do I like best? What do I not like? And, oh, I guess I outed myself. I'm the author behind this <laughs> awesome blog. You can check it out on coldcansnetwork.com. Yeah, who could have told that you were the author? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's... If you need it, you'll notice that he doesn't really like teams that weren't uh, charter members very well. True. <laughs> he's, an, he's an outsider looking in. <laughs> that actually is kind of true. Like, uh, I didn't do that intentionally, but now that you mention it, Morgan, you were 100% correct. The charter members tended to have a higher score than the non-charter members. Other than UNC, they were, I ranked them last just out of principle. So for our weekend look ahead, we're encouraging everyone to go check out the blog. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah. Daytona 500, though. I don't know if yeah. you have a breakdown for that. Yeah, like you said, Dustin's not here, so there's no one to yell next when you're talking about racing. Well, so we've got the truck race tonight. We've got the afternoon race tomorrow, which is the Xfinity race, also known as basically AAA. Uh, since it's baseball season, at least for college, not so much for <laughs> the major leagues. <laughs> they delayed their season by one week, for those that don't know, uh, spring training. And then on Sunday, it is the Super Bowl of racing. I don't really understand why they have the biggest event first. That never really made a whole lot of sense to me, but it is dope. Um, not just because I went there. It is a very cool experience. Um, if you want to guaranteed to watch people wreck turn on this race if you want to watch uh car manufacturers which sounds very boring but if you want to watch teams race together and you want to watch them go side by side about 200 miles an hour if you find the blue angels interesting in passing turn on the race you'll you've got something there this is not bumpkins going left in west virginia this is this is high speed <laughs> aerial assault going around a a very large track for a uh, for a lot of money and a lot of pride. So, um, if you even have a passing interest, it's going to be on on Sundays. I'm not going to spend spend a whole lot of time breaking stuff down. I I've been clear in the past. If you listen to any of these episodes, uh, would be a fan of the Hendrick team, and they've won the last two championships. Being Kyle Larson and Chase Elliott over a very long season. So, uh, um, there's a couple other people that have switched hands, but for the most part, you got the same old favorites. Uh, Denny Hamlin, I believe, has won two of the last three. I have to check my math, don't Matt, but I'm pretty sure that's correct. So uh, it's a big race. NASCAR, that's what I'll be doing on Sunday for sure. What do you guys got going on? I'm helping my brother move. You guys doing anything else? Well, um, I by the time this will publish, it's not going to be that big of a deal. It's not like <laughs> I'm spoiling anything, but tomorrow um it's one of my today was one of my good buddies and um also sometimes recurring guest on country and cold cans uh we call him on that show classic rock carter it's his 29th birthday today he um his girlfriend lives in chapel hill and she is like uh planning a surprise birthday dinner for him tomorrow he doesn't know that like we're all showing up uh we're all going to a steakhouse out that way so that'll be fun and uh shout out classic rock carter happy birthday buddy happy birthday man birthday buddy he actually writes decent blogs on the blog <laughs> all right yeah i've got nothing big plans playing with the kids on the uh, nugget and uh <laughs> you know that's about it probably watch a little uh watch a bunch of episodes of little bear and wills on the bus and um 
Who knows? Gonna make it exciting. The juxtaposition between Logan's weekend and your weekend always cracks me up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going out friends drinking and eating steak. I'm gonna watch Little Bear and, and uh, play up the nugget. <laughs> Back to you, Bob. <laughs> How many times can I watch the same? like the same book you know <laughs> yeah i just ran up on the curb and it turned <laughs> why did they put that oh man all right so moving in to floor door of the field ryan what you got for us sure all right well i knew we didn't have dustin this week so i just went ahead and uh and picked one it's a little bit uh it's a little bit longer, so I'm going to try and get through it as quickly as possible. Um, I kind of referenced this one last week, but this is a, um, you guys should guess where you think this is. Uh, we had a fake, um, what do I even call this, uh, interpreter on a news conference. So uh, again, we'll just get right into the article. Hearing impaired people turning in, tuning into a news conference about the arrest of a suspected serial killer got a message of gibberish from an American Sign Language interpreter. As the police announced the arrest of this person on Wednesday night, the interpreter was there beside him making signs that made absolutely no sense. She sat up there and waved her arms like she was singing Jingle Bells. Rachel said Sembrino, who is deaf and teaches American Sign Language at a local university, told the news. Uh, she told the news through an interpreter. <laughs> Among the things Robert signed, according to this witness, was the following. And I do quote 51 hours ago, 0 12 22, indecipherable murder. Three minutes in, 14 weeks ago, in old, undecipherable murder. Four, five, 55,000, plea 10, arrest, murder, Bush. Not sure where the Bush came from. Three, age 24. Um, well, that's not really helpful. In fact, the chief was providing a timeline of the four shootings and describing how his agency had received, received some 5,000 tips before arresting the 24-year-old suspect. Um, the woman said she was disappointed, confused, upset, and really want to know why the chief city, uh, sorry, city's chief of police, who was responsible for our safety, did not check her out. When asked, um, the spokesman for the police department said on Monday that Roberts just showed up and told him she was there to provide the sign language interpretation at the news conference. And then he assumed that someone else at the department called the service that uses for interpreters. The quote was, I allowed her to do it. I guess I didn't ask enough questions. <laughs> Can't go too hard on this guy. I feel like if there's a murder investigation going on and I'm like at the police department and someone shows up and says, I'm here for the, you know, whatever, I'd just be like, yeah, all right, just go stand over there. <laughs> I wouldn't, I don't think I would, I would check them either, but uh, yeah, whatever. Um, here's the best part, how she knew about the press conference and then why she volunteered to do sign language interpretation is still a mystery that the police chief wants to solve. His quote was, I don't know what motivates her, but she hasn't returned my calls. Shocker, he said. I would like to know both professionally and also personally, how did it occur to you to come down here and do that? Um, the next day, they had a different interpreter. Apparently, he actually uh, interpreted real sign language. Um, <laughs> they said that this interpreter won't face any charges. I don't, it seems very weird. Here's the best part. A person matching her name and age has an extensive criminal record that includes convictions for fraud over $50,000 and fraudulent use of personal information. But the uh. police chief couldn't confirm that they are the same person and said that a message left at a number listed for potentially the person who committed all these frauds wasn't immediately returned. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> so they just felt like maybe they couldn't press any charges because the person who may or may not have been fraudulent and may or may not have done this. Uh, Anyways, it's the most recent example of an apparently unqualified signer appearing at a news conference in September in the same state as a hurricane approached. Officials announced a mandatory evacuation and an interpreter in a nearby county began signing words like pizza, monster, and beer, along with other gibberish. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
it said that the deaf community demanded an apology and video of the news conference went viral. And then apparently this also happened in the past. Unfortunately, well, how would they at, hear the apology? Right. <laughs> they would get the, the, the deaf interpreter that showed up the second day to issue the apology for pizza, monster, and beer. Um, there was another appearance and I'm not going to go into all the details of it, but it was at a funeral service that was well known apparently in South Africa. Uh, there were some dignitaries that were there. I'll leave the details out. Apparently they had a uh, signer who was schizophrenic, which is not exactly funny, but the quote that was in this article was that apparently he thought he saw angels descending in the stadium when the event took place and he started signing all sorts of shit. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So apparently this happens quite often. This state, to end it, unlike some other states, does not require, unlike some other states, does not require ASL, American Sign Language Interpreters, to be certified. Um, they uh, state only that the ASL interpreters have to be qualified. And when asked what that meant or what the definition of that was, nobody could come. <laughs> Do they have so a card? Is it laminated? Yeah, they're certified. <laughs> So we are doomed to continue in this state to have people signing uh, all sorts of gibberish when, um, unfortunately, people are tuning in to uh, find out if they need to evacuate or not. <laughs> <laughs> Three guesses, guys, which state this is. Uh, Vero Beach, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I think that it's Tampa, Florida, personally. Sounds we Tampa's had some crazy shit that we've talked about on this podcast. I think it's Florida. Um, because Dustin's not here, I'm gonna speak for my brother and it's gonna be the field. Well, the, the field is in Tampa, Florida. Do what? No, I'm saying me personally is Tampa, but uh, I got it, I, I we would be remiss if we didn't give Dustin's usual okay. answer the field. <laughs> well, I think I need to find different stories because it is Tampa, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tampa, it's just been a uh, a gold mine of, of crazy stuff. Hotbed of BS. Uh, I saw that and I was I was like, it's not even that funny. It's kind of screwed up, to be honest. If I was <laughs> deaf, I would be really, really kind of upset about this. It's happening consistently. But on the flip side, like, what is? How is this happening? And they're just not going to press charges because I don't know. We we tried a phone call to that convicted felon and they just didn't call us back because we said we were the police department so i don't know it'll be a mystery forever like <laughs> come on it, like, it, i think like the question not even is like how is this happening but the question is why is this happening what right. compels someone to be like you know what i'm gonna do today i'm gonna go to the uh while the press conference is going on with the the mayor or whoever it is and be like i'm shit. gonna just gonna just use random hand signs and make people think because i personally would not know i would just be sitting there and be, hey look it's the interpreter <laughs> It's like, what, what makes you do something like that? It's crazy. I don't know. I don't know the motivation there. <sighs> Especially to get up off your couch and to drive to the police station where you can be arrested for things yep. and then to fake like you are an interpreter. First of all, you'd have to know about the press conference and you'd have to figure out what it's about. And then to just stand there and just give the Wu-Tang signal over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> All right. <laughs> All right. That's this week's Florida or the field. All right. So moving into the Southern spotlight where we highlight a specific Southern business person or thing. Morgan, it's your week. So yeah, uh, this week uh, I'm going to stick it close to home again. Uh, my hometown of Halifax County, Virginia, there's a plantation called Berry Hill Plantation, which was built back in the 1800s. It was at the time the, lar the second largest plantation in the state of Virginia. Um, today, it is a hotel, conference center, place for wedding, like a lot of wedding, um, weddings take place there. And they have a really good uh, tavern called Darby's Tavern, which has really good food and really good beer. Um, if you're in the town, stay there, you know, in the summer, hanging out in their little patio, drinking a nice cold uh, mixed drink, and enjoying the nice summer breeze in Virginia. It's a great place to go. Um, the entrance into there is a long gravel road with trees on both sides, plant just, you know, I guess is the word, right 
phrase is mathematically perfect or whatever. It's, it's, everything's perfect about it going all the way down and at the right time of year and all the trees are blooming. It's pretty, uh, pretty cool. Um, so if you're ever in my hometown, swing by and uh, check it out. Kind of go back in time when you're over there. They even have uh, ghost tours sometimes. That's cool. Yeah. What's the best time of year to go? Springtime or fall? Uh, I'd say fall. Because huh? uh, you got the trees, got that nice orange-brown um, on, on the leaves going on. Cool. I would say when you when you got when anyone has a chance to kind of Google the uh, go take a look at the Google images from the uh, the driveway that by itself is awesome. Like I said, a lot of people uh, booked that place for weddings. We actually were gonna that was our number one choice when Crystal and I got engaged. And I think I called them a few days after we got engaged in December of 2016, and they're like, "Yeah, we're booked up. Uh, you want November? How's November 2018 sound?" Like, yeah. or October, sorry, October 2018 and they're like I was like oh you guys are all booked up next year like oh yeah we're booked up the entire year Jeez. Okay. okay then like what's I'm, I'm, I'm like I'm from there like okay we're booked up all year <laughs> so. their money their money spent just as well as yours huh <laughs> but it's a pretty cool place I mean you're you know it's nice quiet peaceful there's a bunch of rednecks running around, you know. Seems like those two things wouldn't go together. <laughs> no, not, it's, it's weird. Nice place, and the parking lot is uh, janky parking lots with most of the cars being big rig trucks jacked up. What's the name of the spot? Bar- Barry Hill Farm? All right. Oh, yeah, man. All right, so it's that time moving into the Southern 64 with 32 different flavors. This week, we're cutting out four more uh, of our remaining. And after this, we will get to what will be our Elite Eight for this year's most Southern person, place, thing, or idea, I guess is the best way to put it. So uh, let me pull this up on the screen here. And all right, Ryan, what are we covering this week? All right, this week, we are going through our drinks category we'll cover that one first and then we'll go through our southern sayings category and i'm somewhat interested to see how this goes because we finally finally do not have a tie anymore because we only have three people on the podcast <laughs> so well, we, we can will, uh, you know we don't say dustin chooses this <laughs> <laughs> even though I'll he let, really probably did i'll let I'll let you guys speak for him if you want. I've I've seen Dustin angry. I don't want to. I don't want to make that little man angry. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have the number one seed, the old fashioned, versus the number four seed, the John Daly. Um, one of these has got bourbon in it, and one of these, uh, because it is the John Daly, has vodka in it. So is this? How are we going to do this? So we're going to do this. Is this, is this, I mean, you could say the old fashioned is good year round. You could say the John Daly's good, uh, you know, good year round. You could say the John Daly's good in the summertime. The old fashioned is good in the wintertime. I mean, like, um, uh, why don't we go to the golfer first and then we'll go to the man who's been known to have an old fashioned a time or two. But let's start with Logan and then we'll go with Morgan. So while I am absolutely fascinated by John Daly as a, as a man, as a human being, as a legend, not just in golf, but just in his uh, his ability to to rip cigs and and just crush beer cans and drinks at a level that hardly nobody can. And this one drink is named after him, of which I have you know enjoyed a time or two myself. For me, it's the old fashioned. Old fashioned is a uh, one of my favorite uh, liquor drinks. It, it's something that, like you said, you can you can have it all year round. It's something you can have casually, you know, with dinner. And old fashioned is what I call a top tier uh, adult beverage. So my vote will be cast for the old fashioned. Morgan. Well, well I said, if I'm going to be a golfer, I'm going to be done. That dude just, you know, like Tim Richard, Tim Richmond with racing. <laughs> Fair analogy. So I want to say, if I'm going to be a, a golfer, uh, it'd be uh, Don Daly. He, I mean, he's pretty cool. 
cat, you know, he's party animal, just like, you know, compared to Tim Richmond with NASCAR. Um, but with that said, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm with Logan. Old fashioned. I mean, it's, it can have it any time of the year. It's great. It's top tier drinks. You get a great drink. I mean, just, I guess you just call me old, old fashioned. Old fashioned oh, oh. Irby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's two votes for the old fashioned, which is a good thing because I pretty much already penciled in the old fashioned on my side. And there's a very simple reason for this. Keep it short. Keep it sweet. Um, I like the John Daly. It's nice. It's a good drink for the golf course, I guess. Uh, about about one time. Um, I'm, I'm not really interested in all that lemonade. I'm not really interested in all that citrus. First of all, that stuff can be deadly when you mix it with vodka. Second of all, because you don't taste it going down. Second of all, I'm not just call me uh, old fashioned, but I'm not interested in all the, uh, or just old, but I'm not interested <laughs> in all the heartburn. So, uh, you drink enough citrus stuff. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. Old fashioned is good for me year round. And quite frankly, um, it's one of those things that you can look good while you're drinking it, but at the same time, it actually is good. You know, there's a few things in life where, you know, nobody likes wearing a tie, but everybody thinks you look handsome or whatever when you wear it. Well, okay. This is, this is the opposite. This is, well, everybody thinks you look cool when you order an old fashioned. It's actually good too. So yeah, we'll go with the old fashioned. There's a reason why it's the one seed. Of course. Uh, at the same time, when you try to go to, you know, new bars now and trying to order, order an old fashioned, someone looks at you, go, Oh, look at the hipster ordering liquor. Drink. <laughs> well, if ordering liquor is a hipster thing, I guess call me a hipster. <laughs> I'll be with the actual drink itself. An old fashioned. Yeah. Nowadays, you go to these places and they want to put a, a variation on everything. Oh, we've got a variation on the old fashioned that has lavender. Yeah. Please. Like, like the... I'm not going to places where people have like those old Western mustaches and wear the old tiny drapes over and like break out the 1800 like liquor making utensils. <laughs> it's, it's like a Capitol Grill. They have a variation of what they call the in fashion and it's awful. I'm just like, this is stupid. You don't mess with something. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> You have any idea what's in the in fashion? Honestly, no, but it tastes like shit. <laughs> Who cares? It's not old fashioned. Oh, so. and they take the the orange peel or, or whatever, and they put it, yeah. they freeze it in the uh, ice as opposed to putting it in the drink. I don't know. It, it's just for it. It's what North Hills and Raleigh is in general. It's just a way for people who are really not that fancy to make themselves feel like they're fancy. But like, you live in Raleigh, you don't live in Manhattan, like. Get over yourself. Drink an old-fashioned. Be a man. <laughs> Be a man. <laughs> well, if you're at it and you live in Manhattan, you could also try Manhattan because it's very similar to an old-fashioned. <laughs> and that's another good drink. But that's not a Southern drink, so we'll keep moving along. Um, all right. So we, got a, we, got a, uh, we had a tie last week between RC Cola and the Hurricane. Um, I don't know, guys. Should we go with the uh, WWDD? What would Dustin do? <laughs> <laughs> if that's the case, then the RC Cola would be out. <laughs> no, not the R- no, not the RC Cola. I don't know. I'm mi- mixing that up with Cheerwine. Dustin likes RC Cola, so I don't know what he would pick, to be honest. Well, he's not here, so we don't get to, we don't get to decide it that way. Morgan, you got a coin laying around? You did the honors last week. It's okay if you don't. That one. All right. Three one. seed, RC Cola is the three seed, so it's heads. Hurricane is the bottom seed, so it's tails. All right, ready? Yep. Aren't coin tosses fun, America? Everyone hates them. Heads. All right, there it is, RC Cola. All right, so the three seed, RC Cola. This goes up against the two seed, Midgillip. Um, I'm going to go ahead and speak first here and say that uh, if we had to flip a coin to determine whether or not it was good enough to be in the bracket, doesn't deserve to go up against the official drink of the Kentucky Derby, the official drink of springtime, the official drink of fun, the official drink of Louisville, the official drink of betting on the ponies. Uh, There's nothing that is not enjoyable about the mint julep. It has mint, water, tiny bit of sugar, and ice. That is it. Did I mention bourbon? There's bourbon in there too. (laughs) So uh, my vote is for the mint julep. Uh, Morgan. What say you, mint julep or uh, the barely uh, moved in RC Cola? 
as, as, as like you said, if you needed a coin flip to, to move forward, you already have you know some baggage issues with you. Um, not not sure what your problem is. Held enough or something as a kid, but uh, um, sorry, it's like like you said, the mint julep. I mean, you going up against like the drink, <laughs> drink of drinks right there. You know, just betting on the ponies alone. Uh, sorry, you're you're not moving forward, RC Cola. Uh, go back to your 1980s vending machine and uh, hang out for someone to come and give you a restoration. Back to your Toys R Us vending machine. Yeah. Next to the 25 cent football helmets that you had to put the stickers on yourself. Go back to the vending machine. Like four buttons on the other sides of index cards. <laughs> All right. Do you have a uh, Do you have a rebuttal, Logan, or are you Are you actually, with actually, progress? I'm. You know, I'm the one that stands when people try to prog- progress too much and stand there and say no, because I've never had a Manjulup, never had an RC Cola. But the way I look at it is the RC Cola, a lot of people around here use that um, in a lot of Southern sayings, a little um, foreshadowing for what we're going to be talking about in the next part of this, this uh, tournament here. But they talk about RC Colas. Mint Julep, you know, it's associated with an event that happens in Kentucky. I'm not so Kentucky's actually considered the South. My mind is not voting for the RC Cola as a protest vote, even though the Mint Julep is going to uh, move on anyways. Yeah, I mean, RC Cola can go hang out with Mountain Roar and Mr. Pibb. Old school Mr. Pibb was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Now we're starting to put some of the Appalachian drinks in there, and if we're doing that, and you, we can have a whole argument about whether or not I just said that right or not. Mountain Roar. Whatever the, the knockoff one was. And then... uh, hey, look, any drink that's good enough for... Uh, why am I blanking on his name? Wes Welker to drop acid on while he's betting on the ponies is a drink good enough to move on. And this, uh, and if you don't know that story, America, Google Wes Welker acid. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll go ahead and move along. Um, speaking of, uh, what you might do if you're on acid in our Southern sayings category, (laughs) we have, uh, number eight full as a tick versus, uh, the four seed do what now? Um, well, I know where I stand on this, but I'd be curious to see where you guys go. Uh, Logan, as we spoke about uh, when we went through this one the last time, uh, this saying was, if you know, I had a quarter for every time this saying was said at the NC State Carolina game, I could have paid the NC State players to come to NC State myself. So, <laughs> um, which, uh, which saying do you want to move along here? Do what now or full is the thick? This is easy. I caught myself saying do what now at least six times today, and that's just what I was conscious about saying. It's do what now. I use that on the regular. Like you said, my friends all say it all the time, too. It's just a common thing in the South, and I, I use it so much that like until you had mentioned it, until we brought it up on this podcast as a part of this tournament, I had never even thought about it, but now I'm conscious to it, and I hear other people saying it, and it almost like it, it makes me laugh a little bit. So, of course, do what now. Just, it's not even part of the lexicon. It's just part of the, the, the water you're swimming in. You didn't even realize it was water. Nope. <laughs> Morgan, thoughts? What was the tick? Do what now? Well, you know, as I spoke the other week about these sayings, you know, if a Yankee moves down south and they try to fit in with southern folk and try to be all hip and cool, like they Google <laughs> saying top five, top ten sayings and just start saying thinking that they'll fit in when real southerners will just go, you fuck is the matter with this guy um bless his heart <laughs> but full as a tick i mean it just no and that's something to hit you know fake southerners want to say um they might have said it a long time ago but if you hear someone say it now they're just you're damn yank and fit in um do what now it, it, i mean I, I think i'll pretty much say something like that or something in, around that variation multiple times a day like you just said logan um so do what now? That, that's moving on. Full as a tick and go be full somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, what Morgan's saying is, you move down here and you say full as a tick, we know you're full of shit. Exactly. <laughs> go back up north. Well, it's a pretty, uh, it's 
pretty over the top uh, vote for the seed. And quite frankly, it's, it's appropriate. It's the one that you move on. I don't need to say a whole lot more than that. Um, we'll move on Two, probably, uh, every now and again in the tournament, you have a five twelve seed or you have one of these real meaningful seeds. We've never had a Duke Carolina meeting that I know of in the tournament, but you move on to one of these Kansas Kentuckys or, or, you know, just something that's real meaningful, something that everybody remembers. I have a feeling that's going to happen here. So we have the three seed. Aren't you precious? Versus the two seed, quit being ugly. Now, I don't, I don't really know where to begin here. I, if Vegas was going to put a line on this, I, I would say that they would say it's a pick em. So, uh, Morgan, we'll go with you. You get to pick first. Age before beauty. So, um, What's the other uh, two again? Quit being ugly is the two. The three seed is aren't you precious. You should have said do what now? Do I now? <laughs> <laughs> um, aren't you precious? <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm just gonna keep it simple. I'm gonna go with that one, man. Because I can't recount recount how many times I had a, a older lady that me when I was a little kid back home causing any kind of trouble. I was going to say, what was the situation that it was said to you? That would be that would be good for the context. <laughs> uh, when did I not get the trouble? I mean, it could be anywhere from me and my brother mooning our neighbors when I was four or five years old. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of the, apparently one of the most sweetest southernest ladies in our hometown. And, uh, old granddad didn't like that one. Yeah, uh, the switch tree was in full effect that that day. <laughs> I was just telling people at work about having to like when you get whoopings as a kid and you have to and you go and have to go pick your own switch. And they were like, what? I was like, y'all never did that. And they were like, no, my parents would just take my Xbox away or something. I was like, huh? no, sometimes it would <laughs> sometimes it would be uh classic where you had to go pick a switch. <laughs> yeah, well, we could have a whole other podcast about how. Probably the three of us were, or the four of us were raised compared to how kids these days are raised. And anyone doesn't know what a switch tree is, let me tell you now, if you never picked the smallest branch. Oh, no. Or bomb, because that thing lasted, and you could get some wind behind that one. <laughs> you get the big one, that way it breaks after a few times. <laughs> Just take your, take your beatings up front. <laughs> Did you guys ever get sent back the second time? No, 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 no. <laughs> like, well, now I'm just breaking, breaking off branches for no reason. They definitely went back for second. So when you heard, aren't you precious? You're voting for that because oftentimes after you heard, aren't you precious? You have to go to the switch. All right. <laughs> Logan, <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, so uh, for a similar reason that Morgan picked that one, I'm picking quit being ugly. The amount of the amount of times that like I had heard my mom say that to me or my brothers, it was like or a variation of like stop being ugly or quit being ugly or don't show your butt or whatever. But quit being ugly was something that definitely was was said quite a bit when we were you know quite frankly being ugly. So um, it, for me, you know, I've heard both, but uh, quit being ugly was a, a little bit more numerous than aren't you precious. All right. So it does come down to me. This is a tough one for me because for whatever it's worth, my aunt who recently passed away, she was from Florida. And these are two of her favorite sayings besides kiss my grits, which is her absolute favorite saying. And I always, that should have probably, I don't want to speak out of turn, but that probably should have been put somewhere. Um, anyways, I am going to lean Words quit being ugly, and here's why. I heard quit being ugly from her, and I've heard quit being ugly from a few different people that I consider to be very close friends from when I moved down to North Carolina. And I always took it as a sign of endearment. I felt like if I heard, Aren't you precious? that made me feel like I was an outsider and I probably offended somebody, and I should just keep my mouth shut, which is always a hard thing for me to do, as anyone who listens to this podcast knows. If I hear quit being ugly, it means 
all right, I'm gonna let you get away with that one. But like, you don't get to say anything more about it, whether it's about my age or it's about my dog or it's about my fill in the blank. So, or it's just about how hungover I look right now. And boy, you look like shit. Quit being ugly. You know what I mean? I'm going <laughs> to let you get away with it. But so I'm going to go towards quit being ugly. And I must say, I did hear a significant amount of both of these from my aunt, which is a, a good memory for me and trying to decide between the two. So uh, if, if for no other reason, I'll go with the, uh, the one that was a little bit more uh, friendly towards me. How about that? aren't you precious <laughs> i knew i knew that was coming <laughs> and if i picked the other one you would have said quit being ugly right <laughs> all right so we got the number one old-fashioned versus the number two mint julep it's a pretty good one and then we've got do what now versus the two c quit being ugly so to recap america and our 32 bracket as opposed to our 64 which was way too long we have the four seed alan jackson versus alabama in music wow we have saturday in the grove versus joe gibbs in the sports section we have the old-fashioned versus the mint julep in the drinks and we have do what now versus quit being ugly in the settings so uh good luck uh tune in as we uh bicker to the death about which one of those is going to advance so we'll go from there next week all right, well, that's this edition of the Southern 64 with 32 flavors. All right, uh, the question is, do we have time for a little bit of positivity and sunshine to bring to your, your week this week on Miserable and Reckless with a bless your heart? I don't know, you're the producer. We are miserable and reckless. That wouldn't be right. <laughs> I mean, we've got a little bit of time. You, your guys call. We can do it in honor of Dustin. Yeah. All right, so here's bless your heart. So, if you're sick of hearing me talk, text Dustin because Dustin usually fills out some of these parts. <laughs> <laughs> he usually does our bless your heart, but uh, I had one this week and I texted the guys about it. I'll keep it brief. It's the Tim Tebow Foundation. I believe we've talked about them in the past. I know we've talked about Tebow um, in the past. He was part of our Southern 64 last year. Briefly, for those who don't know, the Tim Tebow Foundation is exactly what you think it is. Tim Tebow started a foundation, and he shockingly, in case you couldn't tell by the guy who prays on the field, um, is a man of faith and is trying to make the world a better place. Um, not so he can get himself into heaven, but so he can help other people out. Um, figured that that's what Jesus did, so that's what he's trying to do. Um, pretty much doesn't make any bones about it. Part of the thing that he's doing and the thing I wanted to bring up is he does a thing every year called the Night to Shine. That's its official title. They just had theirs this year. It always happens in February. Um, if you don't know what it is, essentially what it is, is it's a prom for special needs children. Um, here's how big it is, though. They have hosts. It's, it's done through churches um, for whatever it's worth. Oftentimes, churches are the best places. Uh, not, I don't want to say best. They're the, they're the most well-equipped at times. Um, because they often have uh, special needs ministries that are in the churches and they have people that are familiar with dealing with those um, uh, types of needs that aren't necessarily the parents and can provide respite. So that's why they purposely go through the churches. Um, they have churches in 39 countries uh, right now that, were, that participated in this in February. Um, they wanted to be safe for everyone because of all sorts of different things that they needed to take into consideration. So they held drive-through experiences. The kids got to dress up, they got crowns, they got to drive through, they got to have an experience where they got to communicate with others and just have a community. And they had a whole different virtual celebration. Um, the whole point of this is basically to, to, to make them feel like a million bucks um, because oftentimes these, uh, these experiences are not often shared or, 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 or they're just, they don't feel welcome perhaps. Um, as part of something that they rolled out this year, they also have something called the Shine On app. So it's not just one night where you make people feel special. It's an app that they've created that's designed to serve families that are living with special needs year round. You download the app, it's free. Um, and they can connect you with all sorts of either other families or other sorts of disability ministries in the local communities. Um, I checked out the app itself. Um, they've got hundred or sorry, 230 different resources and connection points and different things like that that can be sorted by state. Um, 
I don't know who listens to this podcast, but I didn't know if, if that got out there, if people weren't aware of it or if they were aware of it. Um, for anyone that needed to know about it or, or might could use it, I wanted to at least put that out there. And then they also have a new camp that they put out last year for the put out. It's not like it's a movie, but um, they have a summer camp that that, that is for uh, people of all abilities. Um, it's in Pennsylvania, so it's not Southern. Apologize, but Tim Tebow is about as Southern as they get from Jacksonville. And uh, it's called Rising Light Ridge. And they launched it last year and they had 85 people, like I said, with all different backgrounds and abilities, because they can cater to all these different things because they thought about it ahead of time. And they basically just get them all together and teach them about the importance of community. So regardless of what your thoughts or beliefs may be um, on faith or anything else, if you share his faith or if you don't, um, you can't argue that the guy's not trying to make a hell of a difference, especially for the least of these. And I say least in that often our society and the world looks at them that way. So I figured I'd let people know about the camp, let people know about the app and good on you, Tim Tebow, for just continuing to, uh, if not, you know, if I didn't already want to be you because you host college football Saturdays, <laughs> then uh, good on you for trying to do some, some, some good in the world. That's definitely a bless your heart. Yeah, for sure. Tim, Tim Tebow uh, never ceases to amaze me with the things that he, that he does try to do good for people. And then at the same time, it also kind of makes me think, I was like, huh, <laughs> I don't really do a whole lot for other people. <laughs> <laughs> Well, for those that are interested, he's, he's a uh, Tim Tebow foundation. If you Google it, it'll come right up and there's all sorts of, they, that's not the only thing they do. They do trafficking stuff. They do, uh, Tim was born in the Philippines. So they help out in the Philippines quite significantly, which was just hit by a massive monsoon, not to really beat people over the head with this, but I've, I've, to your point, Logan, I've, I've been fascinated with what he does and, um, tried to help out in little ways where I can and stuff like that, or at least try and get the word out. So if I can use this platform of all six listeners, there you go. (laughs) Six more people. (laughs) Growing the fam, man. (laughs) (laughs) Now, good on you, Tim Tebow. (laughs) Well, for this week of uh, Miserable and Reckless, I'm Logan sitting here with Morgan and Ryan because Dustin is absent. So we will see you next week. Mm -hmm.